Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of the Stay Rich in Spirit podcast. I'm your host, Rich. Definitely super excited about the guests we had today and the conversation that we about to take part in. Uh, before we get into that, I want to give a special shout out to our sponsor, Rich Grills, DMV number one in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, for all of your dental regalia and custom jewelry. I'll let them. R-I-C-H-G-R-I-L-L-Z. Also want to give a shout out to Gibson Performance Training. Uh, located on uh, uh, Capitol Heights, Maryland, you know, and we're going to get into that. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Martin Gibson here today, you know, shout out to, shout out to GPT, the whole family, man. It's a pleasure to have you here chopping it up with me today. Um, I definitely see all of the work you put in. You know, I know you've worked with the big athletes, the, mm-hmm. the Chase Youngs and Saquon Barkleys and uh, Angel Reese's. Mm-hmm. Like you've um, played a role in a lot of people's idea of optimizing their physical performance and mental acuity. You know, so mm-hmm. um, yeah, man. If you wanted to introduce yourself to yeah. my audience, no, man. So uh, first of all, man, is a is a pleasure to to be asked to be on the show, man. You know what I mean? Like, this is my first time in the shop, man. But it's it's always good to see people that look like me, you know, doing their thing, man. So, and uh, ever since I met you, man, it's always been love and, and respect, man. So, so it's, uh, it's always dope to, to do that. Uh, but, yeah, man, Martin Gibson, uh, the owner of Gibson Performance Training. Um, I still look at myself as the, the, the basement trainer, uh-huh. the guy who started in the house basement. Okay. And then I uh, worked my way up, man. So, so uh, I mean, of course, man, through hard work, you know what I mean, pushing through, uh, optimizing uh, every opportunity that I've had. Yes. Whether it was a kid that was five years old on up to an adult, you know what I mean, just me just trying to make the most of every opportunity. But, um, but it is, this is not just me, you know what I mean, like, I got I got a, a younger brother, Chris Gibson, who man Shout that, Chris. That, that dude put puts in work. Yes, you know what I mean? Like like he he dedicates himself and, and, and just watching him work, man. You see the passion that he got behind it. Um and then you got Gerald, man, and and, and Ger- Gerald gonna work just as hard. Yes, man. sir. And the uh the great thing about it, man, is that is that those guys not only not only are we trainers, but we also work. You know what I'm saying? We also <laughs> Whatever we telling you to do, we we can do ourselves. So yes, sir. It's, it's not like we're we're, we're uh, uh, giving instructions and we can't can't demonstrate anything that we're we're telling you to do. That's real, you know. Um, the big thing on my shows, we real big on definition, you know, mm-hmm. so that everybody just operating on some of the same terms. And um, the thing you saying, what you're saying about, uh, you know, you do the work as well. When I looked up the definition of training, it. Um, what came up was to develop and improve a mental or physical faculty through instruction and practice, you know? So I see you guys in the gym. It's not like you're just telling people what to do. You're demonstrating what to do. You're demonstrating what a good rep looks like. Right. Is that something like that's just a part of your pedagogy, your paradigm and your approach to teaching, approach to coaching? Absolutely, man. So, so me coming up, I've always been one of those guys of, if you're giving me instruction, if you're coaching me, my mindset is always, can you do it? Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Like, like you got me running 100 hills. Can you run 100 hills? If I told you to run a day, could you run? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I, I've always been like that. And if in my mind, if I feel like you, you couldn't physically do it, then I kind of lose respect for a lot of the things you might say out your mouth when it comes down to the physical achievements, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and because of that, I've always been a person who's always tried to prepare itself for that. So whatever it is that I'm getting these guys and girls to do, I've pretty much already put myself through it. Wow. So you you performed at that level. So right. you can you can you can show them what, what it looks like. Right. It kinda like a leadership by example type of Right. No, nah, that's that's dope, man. And um I naturally I always see a lot of parallels between um when I see you instructing and when I'm instructing my class. And I try to take some of those principles over, you know, like over into my world. Even though I'm teaching communications, my mentality is I can't, I can't tell you that this works when giving a public speak speech, or this helps you um, deal with nervousness, or this helps you control a crowd. And I mm-hmm. don't exemplify that and show you that in practice in me speaking, right. you know. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I think it's kind of, I think that's something that's super instrumental in. Um, in this whole process. So we talked about training. The next thing I wanted to talk about was mentality. Um, I wanted to talk about the the role of mentality and the, the mentality that you had to carry just building this business, like you said, starting off in the basement, optimizing every opportunity you had. And on the flip side, the mentality that goes into, um, into being a high-performing athlete mm-hmm. or being just a high-achieving individual, like – what role does mentality play in all of that? So so to me, it all ties in, mm-hmm. right? Um a lot of a lot of times when I move or, or when I'm when I'm thinking or I'm planning things out, right? I'm never thinking about just myself. I'm thinking about everybody else who might come after me. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm thinking about all those people who who sit there and they support me. They support my gym. Whether they work out at my gym or not, but they support it. Mm-hmm. That's that's big to me, right? And it's one of those things of I'm going to put my best foot forward, right? Because I know I got people watching. I know I got people that's that's looking up to me, people that's cheering me on or whatever it may be. And I've been like that since a kid. So I could have I could have named this training company many different things. And if anybody know me, they know I take pride in, in my name, right? And so I, I named it Wood Gibson. So to me, it, it, I, I added pressure to it off break. So you go to pressure. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Because cause, cause my, so, so it, it's like this to me, anytime, anytime there's a struggle, to me, I look at it as a, 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 a opportunity. Uh-huh a chance to 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 change it, right? Adversity is is what makes you. It's not it's not the good times. The good times are something that you just love experiencing. Mm-hmm. But when you look at those struggles, when you look at adversity, that's what brings people together. Right? And I'm big on the word family. Mm-hmm. Big on it. And a lot of times you realize who's your family by going through adversity. Who really so, with you. Right. So when we say mindset, right? Me, me putting Gibson on that that business business name, that was already the pressure, right? Like I'm not gonna let myself down. My last name is on this, mm-hmm. right? Okay, now we talk about 
training these kids. To me, it's not just physical training, but you had already put it in the definition, where's the mental side of it physical too. Physical or mental right. faculty. And a lot of times if you're in my gym, you hear some of these conversations that I have with them. You hear some of the speeches I have. I'm not just preparing them for the gym. I'm not just preparing them for the work. I'm preparing them for life. Mm-hmm. I'm preparing them that, hey, listen, when you when you walk out of this gym, you look just like me. Some of, them, some of the adversity that I face, some of the struggles I face, you facing them or you going to face them. Do you walk away from them or do you, do you face them and do you overcome them, right? And if you're used to being in a fire, if you're used to going through those adversities, those tough times, when you when you approach the next tough time, it seems like a normal time for you. So so a part of what you do is kind of like simulating adversity. Exactly. Like I'm gonna make the workout tough. Like I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make the workout tough. Gerald, Chris, that's 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 our mentality. Is 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 not only to physically prepare you, but to mentally prepare you. So whatever a coach, whatever a game situation puts you through, you're gonna be able to deal with it. You're gonna be able to handle it. It's like. Right. It's like compared to the hills you've already ran. Right. That's real. When I looked up the definition of mentality, it said the capacity for intellectual thought. Mm. Like the capacity for intellectual thought. And I'm thinking of it like how many people make, how many people, what's your capacity of thought when you are facing adversity? Right. Something you said to me in the gym, like it stuck with me in life, like. Like it was like it messed me up for like two, two, three weeks for real. And um I was working out and every between each set I was kinda like I was suffering, like, yo, know, like <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna get through this. But you came to me and you said, Where's your mentality when you're tired? Right. And that was something that always stuck with me because it's not just when you're tired. When is what is your mentality whenever you're uncomfortable? Right. When you're sad, when you're mad, uh, when somebody make you angry, when you around some energy you don't like, like, where right. is your mentality? Is your mentality reactive to the circumstances you're going through? Or is your mentality unchanging, unwavering? You don't forget the mission. You don't forget the goal. You don't forget the reason why you're here. You don't forget your purpose. You know, right. you don't forget who you serve. Like, and you, you maintain the capacity to make the most informed decision that you can in the moment. But that's that's my biggest point, right? The, the 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 biggest point of it is when you face an adversity, how do you face it? Mm-hmm. We we all can sit there and say, "Oh man, it's tough," and walk away from it. We all can sit there and make an excuse. We all can can point the finger and, and blame somebody else. But we're always in position to change it. We're, we're always in position to look at it in a different light. We're always in a position to overcome it, mm-hmm. right? So no matter what it is, and a lot of times, and you, you hear this all the time in, in, in basketball, football practice, or whatever athletic practice, you hear people say you got to think when you're tired, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times when we get uncomfortable or, or people get uncomfortable, you see them make the wrong decisions, yes, right? Sir. Where it's more like, I just want to get I just want to get it over with. And they end up doing something that they either regret or they wish they didn't do during the time they did it. But they did it during that time because it was a tough time. Yeah, it was a tough time. And I think it's something that's to be said that when you go through a training, like I imagine you putting these kids through, you're turning things that would make your, your, you're turning reactions into actions. Mm -hmm. So like, if it's something that I would normally have to react to, like you said, when you step out these doors, 
you you know it's it's certain adversities that you gonna go through. Right. So like if I'm simulating if you're a football player and I'm I know what types of situations you're gonna end up in. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna train to, for you to be in them situations so you're not reacting to that circumstance presenting itself. Right. You're acting. It's like it's like um it's like second nature. Right. It's it's like um you know what that compared to is like a golf swing. Like you know when you're about to pull it, and you you know when you're about to pull a shot left or pull a shot right, and you can kind of like try to save it at the last minute. But at the same, but like you're training people to meet those different types of adversities before they even present themselves, right. so that it's not something that I'm reacting to. It's something that I'm acting to. I'm I'm initiating um, the sequence, or I'm initiating the outcome. Right. Right. Not letting your circumstance determine your outcome. Right. It's supposed to be tough. Right. And the more talented you are, the tougher it'll become. The tougher it becomes. <laughs> and the more, I mean, so, so think about it. I mean, the, the the better you are at something, right? It, it seems like you you end up being tasked with with, with more problems. Mm-hmm. And and the problems that I'm talking about is never just your problems; it's other people's problems, mm-hmm. right? When you become good at something, whether you're on the job, right? If you become an expert or like you're the sharpest one in the room, most of the time your coworkers are coming to you with questions. Mm-hmm. They're not going to the instructor anymore. They're not going to read the manual. They're going to the person who's better at completing the job, mm-hmm. right? So that comes with more adversity, more, 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 more situations. When I walk in that gym, right, I got the mindset of not only am I trying to get better, but I'm trying to make everybody in this room better, right? Like so whether you're the little kid that came in at five, whether you're the college kid or whether you're the pro that just walked up to me, bro, I'm trying to get you better. Yeah. Not just physically, but also mentally. And the conversations that we have, mind you too, I, I always say iron shopping's iron. Mm-hmm. Just because you're younger than me don't mean I can't learn from you. That's real. I can learn a different way to skin that cat. Especially if you share the mentality. Right. Especially if you share the mentality. The mentality going to connect you. Right. When I was looking at the definition of performance, it was carrying out, um, carrying out on a or accomplishing a task or action, mm-hmm. like the act of carrying out or accomplishing a task or an action, and and the better you are at accomplishing a task, the more the opposition that doesn't want you to achieve that task will focus on you. So, you talked about like putting your name on a company, like you wanted the eyes on you. Mm-hmm. Like when you are known for accomplishing a task, you want to be known for that talent that you have. Right. But you always have to be forever adapting to the new ways that people will try to um, create resistance for you to accomplish that task. Like how much of what you do is, you know, staying keeping your ears to the ground for innovation and science and the biology of the body and how it performs like how how much of what you do or is it more like a heritage like you are a continuation of a tradition of a way that these things are to be done no nah, so so with me man i've i've always been the person who walks in the room and act like i'm the, the dumbest person in the room yeah i will always act like that i'm always gonna ask a bunch of questions right because like i say it's always a different way to skin a cat mm-hmm. so I've been training for for years. You know what I mean? I've I've learned different ways of doing things and I've been successful at doing those things. But who's to say I might meet you? You're you're 18, 19 years old. You teach me a whole different way of skinning the cat that I never even thought of. Right? 
But like I say, in every situation, I look at the opportunity to optimize, optimize. every situation, mm -hmm. right? So if I could learn a different way or a new technique of doing this and doing that, why, why not? I'm going to always humble myself and be, you know, open my ears up to listen, right? Mm -hmm. And every now and then, boom, you, you take a little bit from here, take a little bit from there. Like I was spent, like, so we, we got a physical therapist, Dr. Merrick, that works in the gym. I spend a lot of time with him. Uh -huh. I'm not a physical therapist, but you sit there and you watch how he works and you can see the passion that he has in trying to get these these people back to being 100%. But I'm also sitting back watching different exercises. I'm asking questions because some of the techniques and some of the things that I'm seeing, I'm like, bro, we can actually use some of this in strength conditioning. And I'll go over it with him. You know what I mean? Like kind of get his feedback and it's like, hey, you're right. But then you know what, Mo? I just saw you doing this. How about you add this to it? Um, now he's involved in the whole thing. Get back to iron shopping and iron. Iron and shopping iron. Surrounding yourself with iron. That's it. That's the biggest thing, right? That's it. Surrounding you, like the biggest thing. Um, the the biggest difference to me between you know when I was younger and my adulthood, right, is now I get to pick my team. You know, like. When you're younger, people team you up with other people right. based on geography, location, or, you know, likeness and stuff like that. Now I get to choose my squad. I get to choose the people that, you know, I'm going to navigate the world with. Right. And I'm able to surround myself around people who sharpen me, who keep me more, who make me more acute, you know, right. in, every, in every aspect of life. And that's something that I look for. Whenever I'm surrounding or whenever I'm introducing myself to any new place, you know, mm -hmm. like um, going into y'all spot, I'm real big on my energy, you know, like, because I'm always just a positive dude. Like, you are, dog. Like I, <laughs> you, you, you always say, uh, you, I'd be like, what's up, Rich? Blessed. I'm blessed. You like. always say that, bro. Like, I, 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 you always say that. Like, I've never seen you upset, uh, but it's like every time I see you, like, no matter what, you'd be like. Real talk, bro. And I surround myself around blessed people, like, yeah. and that and that 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 brings more blessings on to me, you right. know, because right. I know what I know the energy I'm trying to intentionally put out into the world, right? And I value people who are also trying to put out that energy, but then I also I also admire like the passion and fire that I see around people in the heat of competition. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, like competition and that desire to be the best you want to be, it, it produces a fire, you know right. what I mean? It produces right. an energy that you that you have to, I think one of the biggest tests is how do you master that energy? Like, so that it, because sometimes I've seen passion kind of, people be kind of like not being able to control mm -hmm. everything that they're feeling in the moment. You know, the thing they may might not be feeling is, they might not be feeling like um, incapable or inferior. Like they may feel so capable and so superior that it kind of gets in the way of again focusing on the mission, focusing on the goal, focusing on your purpose, focusing on who you serve. You know, like mm -hmm. you can get so me, 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 me right. that you forget. Like this is not really about you. It's right. about the name. You know what I mean? Right. It's about right. your. It's about your name. It's about the people that's watching you. It's about the people that you're inspiring. You know, right. like it's going to be a next you. Right. What does it mean to be a next you? Like in in a hundred years, if somebody say such and such and such and such was the was is the modern day this person? What does that mean? <laughs> so I dog. So so it's funny. We talked about this two days ago. 
right? And we were talking about the power of like social media, right? And how you put stuff out or, or you do certain things and, and you see people maybe trying to market or kind of copy, right? Mm-hmm. And uh and and they might not give you credit for it, but you, you can kinda see how you can see the pattern, like you can see how it's kinda like a uh they're kinda doing what you're doing, mm-hmm. right? And I was asked, like, how does that make you feel, right? And I, I just laughed when I really thought about it, bro. Like, you don't get upset at that. Because if you're doing it the right way, then now you know there's other people that's doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. You got other people who, and, and that's a that's that's more of a compliment than anything. When you see people going in the same path you're going, but that's a compliment. Yeah. So if a hundred years from now somebody is 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 going out here trying to cha- you know help the community out, you know what I mean? Somebody out here trying to build people up mentally and physically. Hey, bro, I I I I think I feel my purpose. And my purpose was never for somebody to follow me. My purpose was to do it right. Mm-hmm. The vision that I was given was, bro, like, you're going to give back to the community. You're going to help. Like, all these obstacles I'm, I'm putting you through, and this is how I look at what God, like, all these obstacles I'm going to put you through, you're going to overcome it. It's going to be a tough road. You're going to remember these things. And then as you run into these kids, as you run into some of these men and women, they're going to remind you of those tough times. And that's where you share your testimony. Yeah. That's where you you tell them, hey, listen, you can get through it. So whether it's sending them a text, whether it's, 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 it's emailing them a picture or, you know, giving them that call. And sometimes it's something real brief, something real small, but they appreciate that and they understand that. But because you've been through it, you know how much that text meant. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So so it's like if 100 years from now, if 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 there's another me that's doing what I'm doing, Bro, I, I love it. Cause that mean we, that mean my my whole thing is man leaving this world better than where I came in. That's real. Right. So if if I got other people out here doing what I'm doing a hundred years later, we ain't doing nothing but, but getting better. That's real. That's yeah. real. It's 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 like um the the process of transforming failure into success, like right, yeah. like you know cause the struggle and when you get introduced to new things, it might be, it's even more difficult, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, somebody who first just starting to trying to get into some shape, you know what I right. mean? Like, right. or somebody who's overcoming some disability or shortcoming, like, in a series of failure, like, the, the, the goal of failure is to distract you or discourage you from keep going right. keep trying right because if you keep trying like you're naturally eventually you're going to do it right you're going to overcome right the the trick the life is not quitting before you overcome right but you have to believe that you will overcome right <laughs> right. right you have to believe that you will overcome especially when you carrying you know certain physical traits like you walk out this door and you look like us like Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta believe, like, right. You gotta believe that I'm going to, I'm going to make a way, right. I'm going to make a way. Nobody's gonna, no one's gonna pave the way for me, you know, right. Like, even if I follow Rich, I follow Martin, like I followed them, you know what I mean? Like, I'm really trying to use them as an example. You still gotta maneuver through this thing called life, 
Right. <laughs> and this crazy thing we call the world, like, right. every day. And you have to believe. Or, right. or life can discourage you. Life can make you quit. So it's like an allegory and a story that everybody can benefit from. One thing I wanted to get into, before we do that, I definitely want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, Eight Pieces of Wheat, one of the hottest clothing brands in the world right now. If you don't got a piece, I already know why. It's because they all sell out immediately. But make sure you tap in and holler at Eight Pieces of Wheat. I promise you, you heard it here first. It will be probably one of the biggest brands around sooner or later. Yeah, that's crazy. I need to get my piece too. My, my piece, yeah. <laughs> it my does. piece of clothing. Yeah, it go crazy. Yeah. It go crazy. Like all custom, all limited. That's what I like. I like that limited spice when I step out. You yeah. know, like, oh, I be saying, I, I be, I be saying the clothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he crazy, man. But <laughs> um, optimize making the best or most effective use of a situation or resource. Mm-hmm. You said that when you first started, your your skill was really optimizing your opportunities mm-hmm. optimizing your opportunities and how much of that is also optimizing your opposition like mm. a part of me is i'm i love a great foe like uh, to be the hero you need a great foe like right <laughs> to 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 you to to be the protagonist of any story you need an antagonist like that's a part of the story like success don't mean the same if you just dominated the entire time. Nobody's reading that story. That's facts. You know, like you need opposition. Like you, you, you need you need that mountain to climb. You know. Uh, so how much did opposition and opportunities, uh, and, and your mentality heading into them, and your ability to optimize the opportunity and opposition? How much did that lead your life to where you are today? Oh uh, man, I I would say a a, a big part, mm-hmm. right? Um, growing up without without my dad, my dad was murdered. Right? Oh wow! Uh, being raised in Southeast, five brothers, single mom. You know what I mean? Like like you already you already fighting an uphill battle, uh-huh. right? Um, then you know going to different schools and going to Villanova, right? Where I'm so used to being in a majority. At school, now I'm the minority, uh-huh. right? And money was different there, right? Like you, you knew that there, there was a separation, and you know the type of money you made, or the type of money that you had at home, depending on the amount of money they had at home, right? Yeah. Like you, you, it was a clear difference between the two, right? Um, and then starting the business, right? Starting the business in a, in a house basement. When other people are renting out gyms or they have gyms, you know what I mean? Like you, you fight an uphill battle. Um, but I tell you this, I think it played a major role with me because it was more like fuel. Mm-hmm. And I just always said, man, if I quit, then those conversations get even worse. The things that they talk about, it's like they they become right. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it was more like it was more like. At times, at first, it was man. I wanna, I wanna make a difference in the community. Then, at times, I felt like it was more like Yo, I wanna prove them wrong. And then it got to the point where I'm like, I had to remind myself, nah, it's not even about them. Mm-hmm. It's about your your purpose. Your purpose is to help these kids. You know what I mean? Because you was once that kid, but every now and then you do go back and you remember or you you hear the negative talk. 
or it's the it's the it's a black business. Can I get a discount? Mm-hmm. But when I go to other businesses, I'm I'm not asking for big discounts. That's real. I'm paying the money up front. So now you're dealing with that. Now is it's 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 creating a demand where now when you walk in my door and I tell you the price, you already gonna pay it. Mm-hmm. Cause you already know the result that you going You already know. You already you know what you gonna get. Yeah, you know what you are gonna get. You know you you know you you know you you, you this this is Robert Weedman. This right. not this not DMV. Right. You know. Right. So like in that, I would say as much as my vision was to help, I would also say the opposition actually helped me just as much, cause it just gave me that fuel to some of them days I ain't wanna wake up. Some of them days I ain't want to be in that gym. And, I mean, even now, even to this day, like some days I think about it, like I've been in that gym for a long time, a very long time, and I'm I'm very hands-on. I'm not the guy that comes in the gym and I'm sitting back and I'm allowing everybody else to do their thing. No, I'm in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, nah, man, but uh, I, I would say opposition played play just as much as a, a role as, as – as, is uh me wanting to help out. That's real. That's real. So um, you say Villanova? Did you play sports? Did you play sports? Yeah, I play. I play football at Villanova. Okay. 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 Yeah. So yeah. you, so you got what was so throughout your sports career? Imagine, I, I imagine if you went to Villanova, then yeah. like in high school and all these things, you was used to being put in pressure situations. Yeah, so so I, I went I went to Central High School, right? Which which is a very small school. Resources what what wasn't the best. Like I mean, resources to the point where our weight room just it really wasn't a weight room. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, when you think about like how we traveled or how practice, like it it, it 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 we just didn't have the resources, right? So you you were fighting uphill battle on that. But the great thing about it, like I say, adversity brings you guys together. Yes, sir. Even to this day, those those teammates that I had, I'm still with them to this day. Like, those are my brothers. When I went to Nova, you know what I mean? Like, you, 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 you kind of meet people who kind of can kind of relate to you, some of the adversities that you face, and y'all kind of get closer because of those things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and because of that, even to this day, I'm close with a lot of those guys. You know what I mean? And that's what I always say, like, adversity brings you guys closer. And you realize when you go through those tough times, who was there. You know what I mean? Who put their arm around you? Who helped you out? Who, who like, when you when you wanted to uh, take a knee, they was the ones grabbing your shirt saying, nah, you're going to stand up. Nah, you're going to stand up. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like, you remember those people who did those things. And I'm not saying everybody who helped me looked like me. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. So, so that was another thing too. That's so. real because a part of it, a lot of it is we we fighting a war within ourselves every day, mm-hmm. and sometimes the people we surround ourselves, they are our allies, right? Fighting a rebellion, you know, right? Like it's a rebellious spirit in us that that also wants us to fail, you know. Because right. failure is a comfortable place. Mm-hmm. Failure can get real comfortable, very, because nothing has to change, right? Like nothing has to change, you know. Right. Like if you fail. You can keep being who you was before you even competed, mm-hmm. but the winner now the champion, mm-hmm. champ. Like it's tough, man. You're the champ now you're the champ. Like it's tough. You are the winner of the bout. Like 
So if someone wants to prove that they're the best, they don't go to the loser. Mm-hmm. I need to, I need to come see you. Right. Hey. Right. I, you're the focus of the attention now. So it is just this 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 um this willingness to meet pressure at its crown is something that I think is invaluable to performing in any way to in in, in any way of life like mm-hmm. wherever you're talking about personally wherever you talk about professionally wherever you're talking about in athletics like your your willingness to see pressure and not run from it because that's what everybody's running from the work like mm-hmm. everybody's running from the work right i couldn't never get a nine to five one day and they asked me like yo you what's wrong with a nine to five i say nothing is wrong with a nine to five to me my only issue is every time i've been in a nine to five setting everybody's running from the work mm-hmm. everybody trying to get everybody's trying to do nothing right <laughs> but everybody wanted promotion everybody wanted promotion everybody yeah. wanted reward nobody wanted the process exactly so right. i go in there i dominate like I've mm-hmm. never had a job that didn't want to hire me. Right, right, right. <laughs> that didn't want me to take a larger role in their right. company, their infrastructure. Why? Because where is the work? What does nobody else want to do that needs to be done? Mm-hmm. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. Even though in my mind I think that like I'm more, um, I have a, I have just as much ability as anybody else here. Like, right. and therefore I have just as much entitlement as everybody here. Like, if I feel like I'm the most multifaceted asset to this organization, right. you know, that could come with some ego to it. Right. Like, everybody, I'm the best. I know I'm the best. All y'all know I'm the best. So treat me as the best, right? right. But it's also this attitude where I want to leave no doubt. Like, I can't leave no doubt. Like, you you was the best yesterday. Right. <laughs> you know who, who, who always reminds me of that is Greg? Yeah. Hold on. Shout out to Greg Oldo. Shout out to Shout Shooter. Cause so when I say like surrounding yourself with iron, right? And some of them days, you know, you come in, you tired. And I sit there and I I I I like me and Greg might have a conversation, right? Or he'll come in the gym and boom, I know Greg don't like to be up early. But if I if I ever gotta adjust my schedule and I say, Hey dog, I, you, you gotta go at eight. My man might be in there at seven forty five, seven thirty. Facts. And I know he ain't want to be on there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like That's I know. Real. But, like, and I, I think about how he prepared for these fights. I think about the conversations we have in the gym and how he prepared. And his thing is, is always, I'm the hardest working man in jiu-jitsu. I'm the hardest working man in the gym. He says that all the time. All the time. So it's funny, too, man. Like, in Iron Shop and Iron, I used to have, Greg, I used to have uh, Trevor Kills who with the Knicks. I have him and Greg working out together. Uh-huh. And it's a competition. Right? So I knew it was going to raise Greg level, but I knew it was going to raise Trevor level. And it was more so trying to keep Trevor. I was trying to get Trevor to stay up with uh, stay with the pace of Greg. And Trevor would do it because you, you hate to lose. People hate, hate to lose. lose. But I knew Greg would never back down. And, and, and by doing that, all you did was make them two better. That's real. Yeah. That's real. And it's Jay Z had a line: "We separating the platinum from the white gold right at the door, <laughs> right?" So when you put people in those situations, and yep. they both feel like they platinum, like I gotta prove to you what right. I'm made of, right? Right. I gotta prove to you what I'm made right. of in those situations, right. you know. And the idea that again, you, but does again, that's that adversity. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like 
what 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 happened when you you know one and two you know what I mm-hmm. mean like I be looking at the the Jamal Murrays of the world and the the the, the um the Jalen Browns of the world and I'm I'm looking like what that role you know what I mean right. like that role but how are you still pushing everything right like how are you still pushing the entire tempo like like how are you as a number two that that's willing to be the number one uh, this was just saying that um the meek shall inherit the earth right and then my boy said told me the other day he says people misrepresent meek is weak he goes the meek are the people who have their swords but keep them sheathed like mm. <laughs> you know what i mean but you know what and, and even from what you just said when you think about a jamal murray and a jalen brown right it's tougher to play that role and i'm gonna tell you why it's tougher to play that role because somebody who is the man and they get to shoot all the time, right? You would think, okay, they, they should make most of the shots, but every now and then they gonna have they gonna have an off night. Mm-hmm. But the crazy part is when they have an off night, you have to deliver as the second guy. And if you don't deliver now, you look like the failure. Not not that the one was a failure, he just had an off night. Yeah. But now this is your time, so you got to be ready to be the man whenever you have to be the man. Facts. And that's tough. And then you know you're not like you can be the one on other teams that you're playing against. You know you could be the one. But but for right now, you 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 gonna play the two and anytime it's time for you to step up, you're just gonna step up and deliver and win the game. That's tough. Nah, super tough, man. And not everybody's built for them type of mm-hmm. moments. Like not everybody not everybody could be Scotty. <laughs> Not everybody could be Scotty, you know, and I, and you see the weight of that like over time, you right. know. Right. But but just in those situations where you might be the you might be the um, you might be the person who who's keeping up with the other person, or the mm-hmm. other person might be the person that's keeping up with you. At the end of the day, y'all both just operating in iron, you know. Right. Like at the end of the day, like the iron is the iron, straight right. up, like. Right. Right. If you put us into contact with each other, we we going to become sharper. Right. Like that's the goal, you right. know. Regardless of where the critics and everybody else say is one and two and three and four, like I always thought that you know inside the team dynamics, they probably think of they probably looking at the situation completely different, you know. Like in those times where adversity is really at your doorstep, you might not be looking for the most talented person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. might be looking for the dog. You might be looking for the person who's the last one to leave, the first one to get there. You know, right. you might be looking for that person who's really, um, who really constitutes the the foundation of of what you represent at your at your at your most intentional level. And that's what I learned from Greg. Just the intent, like you you got to be who you say you are. Right. <laughs> right. And it's is is a lot of times, the, the the person who's most talented, a lot of times the person who's most talented is is is, is not the best person on their team. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Like it's it's usually the person that's that's, that's more reliable, the person that that's accountable. But they actually that's the person you really thrive on. Mm-hmm. That's the person you really want to be, because to me. You can be talented, but sometimes being talented sometimes can be very can be negative because then you become complacent mm-hmm. because you know how talented you are. So now you don't work as hard. 
right? You don't you don't put in the work that you that you could because you feel you are at the top. But when you're that reliable, when you're that number two, you know you always got to work one because you know you're not one yet, mm-hmm. right? But then you also know you got to be ready to step up at any point in time. One is not ready to go, right? But then you also know there's other things you got to make up for in being talented. So when I'm playing with a talented guy, yeah, he might be the scorer, but he not he might not be the best defender. I got to be a defender, and I got to be a scorer, and I got to be a assist guy. I got to do it all. And then when when one is not scoring, I got to be the scorer that night. Well, it's hard because a lot of times one just represents the person with the target. Right. You know? Right. But if that's your, if that's your teammate, you got to have that person's back. Right. But <laughs> you right. see the attacks. You see the attacks. Right. You know what I mean? And a lot of times that person might be the one that's going to take the blame for situations where you fall short. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So that should make you even go harder to make sure right. that it's no fallacies. That again, we leave no stone, no no stone unturned. You know, I think the biggest thing I've gained from this conversation, for real, is that you you got to get better every day. Whatever it is, you got whatever it is, your heart and mentality is committed to. Like you must get better every day. Because the moment that people recognize your talent, the moment that people recognize your potential, you then become the bar. So people's trying to compete with what you put on tape. You know what I mean? People are trying to compete with your history. What 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 has been recorded that you have done, people will see that and then they will they, they want to say that they are better than you. So tomorrow is a new day. Tomorrow is a day that I have to beat my I have to beat me yesterday. Facts. I have to Facts. beat me yesterday, and then what? What am I going to do if I have to face me tomorrow? Like, <laughs> you know, what, I mean? what if so I have true, to bro. do if I have to face a better version of myself? You know what I mean? Who's seen all my moves? Like, who knows everything about me? Who, who come from the same type of situations? What do I do when I meet that type of adversity? Where that adversity is literally like it to you, it look like AI. Like, right, right. <laughs> like, well, bro, that's that's what I mean when I when when I was saying. How, how Greg has helped me, right, as a trainer. Because one, you're talking about the sport of boxing. I've never spot, I never boxed a day in my life. Mm-hmm. But Greg had a lot of injuries. And with the injuries and with the issues within his body, right, it made me step out of my box, step out of my comfort zone. Now I gotta learn how do we make these modifications? How can, okay, now that he's, he's, he's hurt his hand, how can we work on this, this, and this without, without the the uh, messing up any injury or making it worse? Stressing any right situation. So, so now spend more time with the physical therapist, right? Hey, I need to work more with Greg on this, this, and this. All right, well, well, his thing might be, hey, Mo, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on his shoulders right now. Blah blah blah. I'm gonna do this, do that, do this, do that. Boom. Now. Maybe you can come up with a, a lower body until I'm done or until I give you the go for the upper body. And just by sitting there being around Greg, because at one point Greg's knees were weak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I had to build that. Like, so it's like it, it is constant being a not, – not a bad thing for me. It's been more so of because of his situations, it's made me sharpen, sh- sharpen up either some of the skills that I've already had now I need to learn new ways of skinning the cat. Facts. So it's it's helped me become a better trainer. 
And so it goes back to what you're saying. Each and every day, we got to get better. Everybody. You can never get complacent because the moment you get complacent is the moment you fail. Facts. The moment you get complacent and the moment, like, your team is so such an important Facts. part of everything. Like, the, the having the people around you that's going to add fuel to that fire you already have. Facts. Like, it's easier for me to get better. If the person who is helping, if my trainers get help, is getting is helping me get better. Right. Like if like I had a situation with my financial, my financial advisor and my CPA, like we were all together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm looking at them like they working together. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I'm willing to do everything they advise me to do to just make the situation work. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. So, but when you got a whole team around you and everybody's trying to get better, everybody's trying to learn, and every try, everybody's just trying to optimize their opportunity of life, period. Like, right. I'm here to get better in life. Like, right. you know, the, the, the names and the people and the organizations and all of that is great. But at the end of the day, that's just the that's just room I made to receive blessings from the work I made in making that space. You know, I had to create the space for my blessings to fit in with me in this world. But you have to pave that road first. Like you got to pave that road. If you want, if you want room, you have to make space for God to bless you in this world. Right. Because everybody else is trying to infringe on your space. Everybody else is trying to tell you that you're less than what you are. Right. You have to, you have to make space by showing people who you are. Like. I am the son of, you know what I'm saying? Like, I am the son of, like, I will make space and I will prove to you that I deserve this space. Mm -hmm. And anybody who wants to get into this space, you got to bring offerings. (laughs) (laughs) Man, we'd have reached that time, man. I definitely want to thank Martin Gibson for coming through. Again, shout out to GPT, shout out to Greg, shout out to Gerald, shout out to Chris, shout out to the whole family. Shout out to everybody, man. Bro, you dropped some gems today. I really appreciate it, man. I got to get my clothes in before I sell out, too, though. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Shout out again to our sponsors, AP Silk Wheat, Rich Grills. Shout out to everybody, you know, everybody who support them, everybody who support us, everybody who took time out today to listen. We appreciate y'all. Much love, respect, and light. Till next time.